Hi everybody, welcome to Own Your Story. Today I have a very special guest. Tom is a medium top writer and he has done a lot of crazy things like organizing a virtual summit, traveling in Southeast Asia and then featured in viral videos. First question Tom, how would you tell your story in a three minutes commercial? My story is a little complicated. I've gotten yeah. better at telling it over time, but it has three major parts. So I'll try to go through uh, one right. minute part. Um, so the first part is college graduation that happened uh, in May of 2015. I am 25 years old, so it's about three years since I graduated. Um, so I had this part of my life where I graduated. I didn't know what I was going to do. I wanted to get a corporate job. Um, and I basically went to dozens of interviews, um, applied for probably 100 or so jobs, probably more than that. Um, and I just oh. struck out, <laughs> struck out. And I started to get on Upwork.com. I applied for tons of jobs that I didn't know if I was actually qualified for, like copywriting, you know, yeah. writing blog posts, you know, everything that you could think of, writing brochures, just all this sort of stuff. And um, I got a couple jobs um, and I started to build up my freelancing portfolio. People, people started to take some, some chances on me. I just kept on freelance writing for basically about two years. Um, I, wow. stopped, I stopped freelance writing entirely in October of 2017, which ends the second part of the journey. The third right. part is blogging full time, making money from my blog. Um, so in, in, in November of 2017, um, about two and a half years after I graduated, I started a, a blogging course um, and I started to, you know, get sales for that online course and make my full time, make a full time income relatively from that course. Uh, so ever since then, I have been living, you know, straight up uh, by making money from my blog. Um, now there's a lot of caveats to that. While I was freelancing, I started blogging on the side. So that's how I was able to, you know, start blogging full time later on. Do you have a True. specific approach to writing? Because, um, I blog on Medium as well. So sometimes I have this struggle, like, do I write everything that I care about or do I have to consider what the audience want? How do you approach this? When I write something, I always start from the heart. Like I always try to write like whatever is, is the biggest thing that's on my mind at that point in time, because that's what makes it fun. Writing about what you want makes it fun. And then after I write my first draft, I try to go back and I try to tweak the headline. I try to tweak the picture. I try to tweak basically the whole entire article um, in a way that makes more sense for people reading. I try to strike a balance. It's something that I've, I've started to intuitively get as I've written more and more posts. I, I think over time, you just gradually start to understand like what people actually want to read, what does well, what doesn't do well, and then you can spot a good content idea from a mile away. So when you write, do you have like a, a specific audience in your mind? We're all human beings at the end of the day. When you're writing about life lessons or success or trying yeah. to be your best self, we can all relate to that. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, um, um, 40 years old, mm. you know, 15 years old, you're older, it doesn't matter. But I also know that, you know, when I write what I want to write, mm -hmm. like my audience is sort of just a mirror of me, mm. you know? So I write for me and, and whoever is like me, um, not even age, not even gender, not even like, like, like beliefs, anything. If they're anything like me, they'll want to read that. And I know there's a lot of people like me out there that I write for me. And then I attract the people that are like me. Yeah. I staying true to myself. So, yeah. So yeah. basically 
as content creators, we are all putting ourselves out there. Is there any critics that hurt you badly? That uh, There was someone that commented on a story of mine that I wrote. So I, I talked about freelancing. I talked about how it was hard and how it was difficult. And this person basically commented below and was like, you know, like, like you're not working hard enough. Like, you know, you're just a whiny millennial who, you know, isn't put, isn't, isn't ready to put in the hours to really make their freelancing business succeed. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't really the point of the article. Um, you know, I was ready to put in the work. I just didn't want to have no control over creative expression. And I commented back to him. I said, in one year, I'm going to write a story and tag you in it from Bali, Indonesia. Because I talked about how I wanted to be a digital Whoa. nomad. I got to Bali in June of 2018. So it took me 10 months. That like just gave me so much, um, so much just like fire to prove him wrong. Writing has been a big investment for me because taking time to literally sit down and write your thoughts um, makes you incredibly self-aware. Um, and for you to constantly um, check in with yourself you know, every day or close to every day and figure out where you stand, where your thoughts are, where you want to go. It is incredibly helpful. The biggest uh, a benefit of writing isn't, isn't, you know, growing followers or being financially independent or anything like that. I think that it's, it's, it's figuring yourself out, becoming more emotionally aware, um, emotionally intelligent. And, um, and, and, and it's, it's helped me stay so mellow. Don't write for money, don't write for followers, yeah. write because it's going to make you incredibly self-aware. And that investment, um, it's been the biggest investment that I've made, but it's also been the most worthwhile by a long shot. Yeah, so in your journey as a writer and a blogger, what's the biggest reward or, or like anything that makes you feel like ah, it's worth it? Any moment like that? From a financial standpoint was when I started my online course, and this is like my biggest success. So I like made the, I, I, I thought of the course, I, um, you know, figure out how to put on webinars, made people sign up. I mean, got people to sign up for the webinar and put on this, this huge presentation, pitched people my online course at the end, didn't know what was going to happen. Like I was either going to get a couple sales, no sales or a lot of sales. But I think I was like, I'm probably not going to get any sales because it's my first webinar. So like I'm, I don't know if this is even gonna work. Like my back is up against the wall. This is my only plan. If this doesn't work, I don't know what's going to work. So I remember I put on that webinar. I had so much fun. We had about 25 people in there and oh, I sold. Awesome. It was cool. It was really cool. And um, I saw like one person comment. He was like, I bought your course time. And I was like, oh, great, thank you. And then I, I, I ended the webinar, I logged out, went to my email and I saw six or seven people sign up for my course. And at that point, I was like, yes, I was like, this worked. That moment was probably the most uh, incredible one for me. And, you know, it was like the one that was like, it was, it was the payoff. So besides yeah. the course, you also organized something really cool this year, which is the Virtual Summit. So yeah, yeah what, what makes you put that up? And what are the challenges? Like, it's your first time. And I think everything went very smoothly. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you, do you well, have any like challenges like in putting that up? And how, how do you get like, this amazing panel of people to talk to you? 
Okay, so sure, challenges and then how to get them in there. So yeah. one of my biggest challenges was like, this is my first time doing it. Didn't yeah. know all the processes, didn't know how everything worked together. So I had mm -hmm. to like kind of do over time as far as that's concerned, um, you know, to, to actually figure out everything. Um, I think it was a, the biggest challenge for me was the planning. It was a huge logistical nightmare. Uh, it really was. It took me about two months of solid 40 hours per week work to do this, to put this on from reaching out to guests, interviewing them, creating the videos, creating the website to host the videos, marketing the darn thing, and then following everything up. It was a huge, huge, massive undertaking. Um, so when, when you can just sit down for about a week or so and just plan it out logistically like week one i'm going to get this done week one i'm going to reach out to people week two i'm going to interview some people week three i'm going to start to do that then you can start to understand a little bit more um so that will help but uh as far as getting guests on i literally just cold emailed like 100 people like honestly like i i literally just emailed tons of people hoped they'd get back to me um one trick that i learned to get higher profile guests is mm -hmm. uh when you some some guests are super awesome like some guests they'll just they'll take anything they'll take an inter, any interview they can get you know and and they're okay with it even if it even if it's not like a promise for a big payoff they'll take it mm -hmm. um and I, I i told them that i had my own email list of five thousand people which helped you know um which, which definitely helped them to be like all right this is gonna be worthwhile people are gonna see this but i also told them that like you know, as certain guests came on, high profile guests, I said, well, that guy's gonna be there or that woman is going to be there and they're gonna be featured. And then they were like, oh, okay, Chris Bergen's gonna be there. He's a New York Times bestselling author, I know him. So they already thought that this, you know, sort of event was up here to them, you know? So as guests came on, I kept name dropping them in future <laughs> emails to 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 my um to my guests that i wanted to have on but i find that people are more willing to agree than you think you know and, and once you get those first couple then right. you can really start to name drop and grow from there so that's how i got people to come on in a nutshell so what's the biggest lesson you learned from this summit or like um, the biggest reward from doing this what i didn't realize was when you put on a virtual summit people are literally watching you for hours a day yeah you know, I like you drop, <laughs> right. yeah exactly you drop like six interviews and then they amount to about three four hours of content and people are watching you and they get to it it, it takes it way out from from writing it it it, it, it invites people and it shows you two people uh you know through a screen but it, you can visualize who i am which was nice you know so um, by the end of that virtual summit, I had some people that had watched 10 plus hours of me talk. Hmm. And it brought them so much closer to me, it was ridiculous. So after like so many crazy adventures, like starting your own course and then doing the summit and then just doing what you love, what are your advices for smart and driven young graduates who are leaving college? And what advice do you think they should ignore? When you're, when you're a recent graduate, you tend to think that you don't know anything. One thing that I would urge like everyone to sort of try to understand is like, you're not as inept as you think you are. And you know, we're all guessing. We're all just like, we're, we're all trying to, yeah. to get our worth in some way. We all don't know what we're doing. So like, if you can sort of, um, if you can sort of just come to terms with that and be okay with that, 
um, then I think that's going to give you so much more confidence to succeed. So just realize that we're all inept, basically. Um, a big piece of advice to ignore, a lot of us still have our parents, a lot of us still have, you know, like, like, like safety nets for us, take some chances. This is the time that you don't play it safe. You play it safe later. So right now, you know, go try basically everything if you can. Yeah. And in terms of writing and blogging, I know you have a course, but what are some bad advices that, or bad recommendations that you think are in the blogging scene right now? I always think that people should write from their heart. Um, mm -hmm. And I also think that there's just a lot of things out there that, a lot of strategies out there that don't really matter. Like put something out you believe in. And then trust that everything is going to work out later on. And if you do that, then I think you're honestly going to be fine. If you put your heart and soul into it, you're going to be fine. So focus less on the technical aspects of things, how your blog looks, how, you know, search engine optimization, navigation bars, things like that. And focus more on like actually being excited about what you're putting out there. Because when you put your heart and soul into it, people will share it. So between now and then, like when you leave college and now, how has your purpose and passion evolved? Do you have a process of figuring that out? Your passions, like they change so much. Like what I was passionate about three years ago was getting a job after college in marketing. Mm -hmm. And then I changed and I'm, I was passionate about freelancing and, and I wanted to figure out how to get more clients and how to be better and how to be, become a better writer. And then that passion changed and I wanted to you know, get more into blogging. Um, so I think your passions always sort of change. Um, I think that's, that's inevitable. And I think that like, there's no real way to, to be like, to, to pinpoint your passions, you know, it'd be like, all right, that's the one. Cause it's always changing. It's like a moving target. All you can basically do is just do what feels right at that point in time. Um, start, start a side hustle, like do something that you love. Uh, on the side and then right. maybe like in in a six six months time mm -hmm. you won't like that as much but you'll like something that's related to that more and only by pursuing that at that time can you get closer to the thing that you actually want so for me that was freelancing but i i, I thought i wanted to freelance but what i really wanted was freedom um and i got like that freedom of my schedule in freelancing. And I thought that's what I wanted. But then when I looked a little bit deeper and I got into it more, I was like, I actually want freedom of expression, freedom of creativity. So then I got into the, into blogging and I was like, okay, this is where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And then I got into video and it's so funny because I used to make videos when I was a kid. I used to make videos when I was like 11, 12, picked up my, my, my parents' video cameras and everyone, I actually went to school for film for one semester. Not many people know that. And, um, and I, I always thought that film would be my, my sort of future. And then I forgot about it for years and now I'm picking it back up again. So you could say that that is my passion right there is filmmaking. And I got back to it by following what felt right in my heart at the time. All right. So at this point of time, what's next for you? Uh, uh, YouTube, uh, big time. I want to, I want to keep, you know, right. making videos on YouTube. Um, you know, I, I, I really, really wanted to want to become a video creator. I want to reinvent myself as far as that is concerned. Um, but for now, um, I'm blogging. I'll never give up writing. I love writing, um, yeah. writing, writing centers me. And I yeah. think that, I think that perhaps in the future, I will start to journal more than write and, um, and then blog. So I, I see you as a content creator, like writing 
or video is just a medium. So in, yes. in all of your content creations, what is the impact that you want to make by creating? Uh, I want to make the world less scared of everyone else. Um, I want to push people to travel more. I want to push people to, or hopefully inspire people, not push them, but inspire them to give other people a chance. And I want to sort of um, uh, get rid of a lot of the um, the, the sort of uh, things that we, that we think about a certain country. I think the main thing that I want to get into with my videos mm -hmm. is showing people that the world is actually a fantastic place. Um, for the most part, there's not much to be scared of. We have to give people more of a chance. And that's what, I, that's what my message is. And I hope that in the coming years that I do that um, accurately and I, and I do that on a broad scale and that I can, you know, hopefully get people to travel more. That's beautiful. So we will come to, we'll come to the last questions. So what's the one truth or principle that you live by? Try to be as honest as possible whenever you can be because there's just not a lot of it out there there's not a lot of realness um online you know you see you know instagram pictures that are beautiful and you see which is great you know and you see people putting out their best selves which is great but it's like please show that at the side to me you know like please show when you're angry like show me show me your emotions show be really honest with me about what you're feeling and i i, I think that we live in a world that's really scared of being honest. And I try to do that in all my, in all my articles. I try to do that in my videos. Yeah, I agree with that because um, I wrote about owning, owning my story because I, I find that when we own our story, be real, be vulnerable, all our weaknesses, all our struggle become our strength in that moment yeah. when you own your story. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, before we end this interview, where can our audience find you or connect with you? Um, okay, so you can go head over to my blog, FindingTom.com. I would say go go try, try to find me on YouTube and stuff, but if you go to FindingTom.com and you go to the About page, you'll find links to everything there. So you'll be able to find me on YouTube, Twitter, Medium, Facebook, all that sort of stuff. So just go to my blog. That would probably be the best place to go. And, uh, and, and you'll be able to catch me everywhere, everywhere that you want. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, thank you for having me. It was an honor. And, um, you know, I, hopefully I can, I can, uh, you know, definitely meet you when I'm in, um, when I'm in KL. Uh, yeah, someday down please soon. And I look forward to like reading more of your work, watching more of your videos in the future and all the best in your future adventures. Thank you. Thank you.